You're listening to Creatively Human with honest conversations about what matters to us and how it really feels to build an online business, put our work out into the world, make an impact in our own unique way, and importantly, to get well paid for it. I'm your host, Ruth Poundwhite, business mentor to quietly ambitious humans. Hi, and welcome back to another solo episode of the podcast. Now, today's topic may seem a bit practical and boring, It's all about how I do my weekly planning in my business. Um, But actually, it's going to get a bit philosophical as everything does around here. So yeah, I hope you enjoy it. So in terms of weekly planning, I have been doing things a bit differently for probably, I can't think, but it must be about a year or so. And I need to be totally upfront with you. This is not my own unique planning system at all. It is highly, highly, almost completely influenced by the work of Kate Northrup. And she is the author of the book Do Less. She also has a community for business owners called Origin, of which I'm a part of. And I just love it because I love the philosophy behind it. You know, I'm always a fan of hearing how other people do things even if I know something myself I always love hearing other people's take on it and she is someone who has a real amazing unique philosophy the whole do less philosophy is just right up my street and absolutely needed especially since I had my son at the end of 2017 Um, yeah I started to understand what people meant by the juggle and I had to get very good at prioritizing. I had to get very good at saying no to things. I had to get very good at staying organized, not just because of the time I literally have available, but also because my brain is so full of, you know, things that need doing around the house, things that need doing for him, worrying about everyone else and my business, my businesses, I should say. So that's kind of where this is coming from. And I'm going to share her kind of planning ritual, but I've changed it myself. I found things that work best for me. And I just thought it'd be useful to dive into that. I don't foresee this being a very long episode, but I hope it's something that you can just take something from, try something. And actually, that's the thing about planning. I really, really believe that There's no one magical planning system. There just really isn't. I think we're all different. And personally, I'm different at different times. So I go through phases where I'll like follow a planning system religiously. It'll work out really well for me. And then for some reason, just stops working and I try something else. Maybe I come back to it later or maybe that's it. That's how it's been for me in my kind of business journey. Um, But I'm I would say that this planning system I'm using at the moment is my favorite and it's my favorite because it's not just all business. Now, Kate says something which I think will really speak to a lot of you and that is body first, business second, body first, business second. And I just love it so much. I have spent most of my life putting my body second, not just to my business, but to everything. You know, I'm a very thinky person. I'm in my head a lot and I've never been very sporty. I was one of those classic academic types at school that got really good marks in all the subjects apart from PE. Um, Yeah, never been sporty. I only started running in 2013. And honestly, that was the first time in my life that I sort of had this light bulb moment like, oh my goodness, my body is actually supposed to be used and it makes a difference to everything when I'm using my body. Now, obviously, when I say things like that, I know that everyone has different situations in their life and um, using your body will look different to everyone, especially if you've got a physical disabilities or anything like that. So I just wanted to mention that. But what I mean is you're thinking you're more in tune with your whole body rather than just your mind. So 
With that in mind, let me go through Kate's kind of weekly planning ritual and then I will kind of talk about how I tweak it and how I use it and how I find it has benefited me in my life and business. So the weekly planning ritual in itself, uh, she calls it the Renewable Weekly Planner. I'm pretty sure that she talks about this in her book, Do Less. It's certainly a download available if you're a member of Origin. But yeah, I think if you get her book, Do Less, you can download it. I think there's a link in there to download it. But what it is in a nutshell is there are four parts of the planning process. And she has a very lovely diagram where they all kind of link together in circles and all of this. I don't do it in that pretty way. I just do it in my regular planner. And the planner that I use is the Positive Bullet Diary. It's just, yeah, it's 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 half bullet diary and half pages that actually already have things on for you to fill in. So there are spaces for seven days of the week spread across two pages so that's where I'm coming from in my planner so what I tend to do is because this planner is really for my business stuff and I don't check it on weekends you know it lives on my desk in my office I tend to use the weekend days to fill in the things that come up um, in Kate Northrup's planner so that kind of tells you how simple this planning ritual is. And I think that that's a key part of it for me. I think I was overcomplicating things before. So because I knew that they took a bit of work, I never got around to doing them. So keeping it simple, keeping it really short, like it literally fits in two days on my planner, which is seven days spread across two A5 pages. Keeping it really simple has made a huge difference to me. And honestly, it only takes a few minutes. So the four things that are included are... And this is the, it starts with the kind of thing that you would traditionally put in your planner. So the mind, what are your top three tasks and priorities for the week, right? We all write that in our planner. But the other three things is where it gets interesting. So the second thing is your body. So in terms of your body, it asks you to think about where are you in your cycle this week and how is your energy this week, which is just so important for us to be thinking about. But most of us, I would say, would never put that in our planner. The third thing is your heart. How do you want to feel? And again, I don't think many of us come at our weekly tasks from this angle, but for me, it just helps me so, so much. It's kind of like setting an intention. Like if I know I want to feel rested, for example, by the end of the next week, it just puts it more at the forefront of my mind. So it's on my mind and I can choose things that help me feel that way. The fourth thing is the cosmos. This is where it gets a little bit woo. (laughs) Um, So what's going on with the moon and the stars? So what we mean by this is like the moon cycle. And obviously you can take this to whatever level of detail you want. Personally for me, I don't really, because you can read like moon reports and stuff where it goes through like this day is an auspicious day for X, Y, and Z or whatever. Um, What I do is I just like to I like to know when it's the full moon and I like to know when it's the new moon. And it's not even for a woo reason. I just think it's a really lovely way to connect to the natural cycles in nature. And obviously, if you are a person who has a period, you may find that your period comes on the full moon or on the new moon. And it's certainly been true for me. So that's another like nice reason to connect with the moon. But ultimately, It's just a way to connect with nature. So you could easily switch out this cosmos section for like a season section and like what's going on in the natural world right now. Like is spring starting to um, emerge? Like is there a seasonal activity that you want to incorporate into your week? You could easily add that in. 
So they're the four main categories. And I actually added an extra category myself, which is what am I promoting this week? So it's not as like nice and um, feelings based as all the others, but actually it's very, very useful because I think that a lot of us have the tendency to, well, a lot of us find it hard to sell our stuff, right? And the tendency is like we mention it once and we think, you know, that's it done. Um, So when I when I'm selling something, I often set myself a goal to like talk about it every day. And I don't mean banging on about it and being really spammy, icky, salesy. What I mean is just going about my normal content and making sure I at least mention that I have this thing for sale. And also, again, it's all about setting that intention and having it at the forefront of your mind. Just so you know that my one of my intentions this week is to sell this thing. So yeah, I'll usually list a few things. So it might be like my one-to-one offer. And if I'm launching a course or a workshop, that'll be included. You know, it's very, very simple. It can also include things that aren't necessarily for sale. Like, for example, when I'm launching like a new season of the podcast. So I just found that adding that fifth category was really useful just for me to have it right there, right in front of me in a really simple way just to remember like, oh yeah, I better remember to make this selling this thing a priority this week as well. So that's how I've tweaked it. Really haven't tweaked it much at all. So I definitely recommend that you go and check out Kate's book, Do Less, because this really is her system. It's not mine. Like I need to keep emphasizing that. And the way I personally incorporate it into my weeks is I try and do it on a Friday. So I literally put it in as a to-do list item. Actually, I should go, I should step back a bit and say, I, I do the the kind of five categories within the space of the two empty p- days in my planner. And then I use the other days in the planner. So Monday to Friday, I actually add my individual to-do list items to that as well as part of this weekly planning process. And one of the items that I always add is on a Friday, I add that I need to do my weekly planning ritual. So the reason I like to do it on a Friday is because I'm really trying to switch off more on the weekends. I don't want to be doing my planning on Sunday. It's up to, it's totally up to you. If you want to do your planning on Sunday, that's fine, but what is important, I think, is adding it as a to-do list item, you know, making it a priority just as everything else on your to-do list is. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying I do this ritual without fail every week, but I would say I've stuck at it more than I've stuck at anything and that when I don't do it, I really really feel it. Like I feel a bit lost. I feel like Not only do I not know what the bigger picture of my business is for that week, but, you know, the body stuff, the feeling stuff, it's all really, really important. And again, even that thing of like tuning in with the moon cycles, knowing when it's full moon, knowing when it's new moon, even that just makes me feel a bit more grounded with the world. And I just think, you know, whether it's a practical reason for your business or whether it's just a feeling, that is so important. I hope that made sense. I don't know if that did make sense, but yeah. So that's how I do it. I do it on a Friday. I do on the Friday, I do it for the following week coming up. So from Monday to Sunday, really Monday to Friday, because I don't I don't work on Saturday and Sunday, but sometimes there's something I need to plan in, you know, specifically. Um, and yeah, it's really, really useful. So I thought I would dig in a bit about the kind of cycle side of it. So obviously one of the five things included, and actually I'll just go through them again, just in case you wanted a bit of a recap. So firstly, there's the mind. What are your top three tasks and priorities for the week? Secondly, the body. Where are you in your cycle and how is your energy this week? Thirdly, heart. How do you want to feel? 
Fourthly, cosmos, what's going on with the moon and stars. Obviously, you can change this depending on how you feel about tracking moon stuff. You could think seasonally, nature stuff, whatever. And then the fifth thing that I added in myself is what am I pro promoting this week? So yeah, I would say that this planning ritual has really helped me. The promoting thing, yes, very useful. But the most useful side of it for me has definitely been about that whole like body first, business second. So I've been reading all about like cycle tracking and making it work around the tasks you're doing in your life and business, you know, because we have certain times of the month when we're feeling more outgoing, like we want to be more visible or more chatty, we may feel more naturally confident. And we have times of the month where we want to go more inward, um, where we just uh, where we can freak out about being visible, where we're actually better about uh, at doing kind of practical box ticking type tasks and we have those times like when we're actually bleeding where it's really important that we rest right so I knew all that um I definitely knew it from my personal experience but I had never been so intentional in thinking about it before and before I started doing this ritual I was so I was sometimes thinking oh my goodness I need to track my cycle you know to the day I need to write notes every single day and it just comes back to that thing that when you give yourself too much to do you're just never going to get around to doing it right so I find that this is a really good in-between way of tracking my cycle so I have an app I actually use my um because I go running I use like a Garmin watch to track my runs a GPS watch and that has an app that like it links on my phone to track my runs and that happened to have a period tracker in it so I just use that because that's an app I already use again like keeping it simple not worrying about using the best app or whatever so what I track in that app is literally the day that my period starts that's all I track there and I check in with it so that I have an idea of what day I'm at in my cycle you know when I fill in my planning ritual um, and in terms of filling in the ritual, yeah, I'll check in the app. So next week I'm going to be on cycle days seven to 14 or whatever. And then I have a think about, okay, well, what does that mean for me? Okay, that's my sort of like the time when I'm coming into that kind of more visible phase where I'm putting myself out there more. Or I might notice that it's going to be like day 25 to day one or whatever. And I think, okay, that's the time when I'm likely to get really doughty about the work I'm doing or to have less confidence going live and things like that. It is so useful. Um, and I'm not saying that I can plan every activity I ever do in my business around it because this is real life, you know, and we all have schedules and we all have meetings and we all have things that need to get done at certain times. But I do plan in a lot as much as I can like for example this kind of podcast recording I'll plan it in in that kind of spring summer phase of my cycle when I feel more chatty and I feel more confident and I will plan in more tasks like editing around maybe my luteal phase so that phase just before the period um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about in terms of cycle tracking I'm not going to go into all the details now but you can google it and honestly your mind will be blown it is an incredible thing for us to learn about as humans who have periods and I just wish that I learned this stuff when I was at school, like genuinely, it is incredible. So yeah, I have found that just knowing, okay, it's going to be days 7 to 14 or 21 to 28, whatever, just knowing that in itself, not making notes every day about how I'm feeling, none of that like effort, just knowing where I am is so, so helpful in just treating myself with kindness, in just being mindful, in just opening myself up to being self-aware and perhaps opening myself up to learning to schedule things at the right time of my cycle maybe not now but certainly in the future so I found that a real 
game changer, really. And of course, the other side of the kind of body question. So it's not just where you are in your cycle, but it's kind of your energy levels. I found that so useful as well. You know, just making a note. And it's sometimes literally just one sentence saying, I'm tired. Two words. I'm tired. It's really, really good to know that because then I can prioritize getting the rest I need and it sounds so simple but I know that people listening will relate to this when we say you know we know we're tired but we don't get those early nights so anything you can do to bring it to your mind or just to help you be kind to yourself if you're struggling a bit because things are harder to get done right when we're tired so and obviously I'm not always tired sometimes I'm energetic and I take advantage of that as well Um, so yeah it just helps me be really mindful of my physical feelings and also my mental feelings and it's just, I found the whole thing, so, so there's five different categories, such a lovely way to just feel on top of my whole life. And I think that that's something that was missing before. When I was doing my weekly planning or my daily planning, or my monthly planning, whatever, it was all related to my business. And I just feel like this is the, is this is the way to look at it you know, holistically. And I think we need to be looking at everything we do in our business holistically because it is so linked to everything else in our lives. And that includes our bodies. And yeah, if you're a thinky person like me, always in your head, then that will be a lesson that may take you a long time to learn. It's taken me many years to learn. I'm still learning it, still have to choose to prioritize my body. But yeah, it has helped me so much. And honestly, this planning ritual, I would say, takes five, ten minutes. Usually it involves me mainly checking on my app where I am in my cycle, checking on my calendar, any appointments I have that week, checking the whatever moon app to see where the moon is. Um, Yeah, it's really quick and it's really lovely. And like I said, I really feel it when I don't do it. So I hope you found that useful and what I'll do is I'll include quite a few links actually in this one because obviously like I said this planning um, ritual is basically based off what Kate Northrup does in her origin community and also her book Do Less. I also read a book by Maisie Hill called Period Power which was really useful in terms of like the different cycle phases Um, and actually the book Do Less would probably be the best introduction to this kind of planning and philosophy. And I think she's probably got, I think she's got a chapter on this stuff. So you could really dive in and just get that information. Um, but yeah, I really do recommend you add that. What am I promoting this week to your weekly planner? Because it just makes it so much easier to be intentional about selling your stuff and to just feel good. Like, like you've shown up for your business as well as yourself. Um And yeah, that's really it. It's pretty simple, but I wanted to share it because I just love it. Honestly, I love it. And just knowing where I am in my cycle, like I said, is such a game changer. Um, So I hope it helps you as well. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Creatively Human. If you have a moment, I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review the podcast. It really does make a difference. And if you'd like to carry on the conversation or ask a question for a future Q&A episode, there are three ways to connect with me on the Facebook group, on Instagram at Ruth Poundwhite or my personal favourite, my behind the scenes newsletter. Just go to ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash newsletter to subscribe and keep doing what you're doing because your work really does matter.